Hey everybody, it's Jerry at The Fledge. Welcome to another show of Every Damn Day. And today I've got somebody really special for you all, really special for me on the show. Um, Dr. Rashid Karkane is with us all the way from Dubai. So first of all, what time is it in Dubai, Doctor? Hi, Jerry. How are you? It's 10 p.m. 10 p.m. So we're uh, eight hours away. Um, And... Do you mind if I call you Rashid? Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, so Rashid and I, we go a long way back. I think we met in 2002. Uh, we were working on a, a project together in Dubai um, that had to do with uh, environmental protection type of work. And uh, now we're 20 years later. Both of us are in different spots in the world, and, well, at least I am. You're in the same spot, the Dubai, which is beautiful. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and about your project that you're working on now? Sure. Uh, Jerry, it's nice to be uh, here with you and to catch up. Uh, absolutely right. It's been so long years, and um, since then, um, I've been trying to uh, educate myself uh, a lot more onto uh, the responsibilities that I have as an individual uh, to our mother earth, to, to the society, to the to our countries, to the world, which is a small uh, um, global village. And that has uh, drive me uh, based on my education, uh, my experience, the work, Friends like who that I met, it all put up together and, and, and directed me towards environmental protection, which is solely and mainly for the sake of the public health protection and for us and, of course, for the generations to come. And I started educating further myself um, academically, experience, uh, uh, to see what is it that I can do and I can give back and I can be, become a better person myself from that perspective and, you know, uh, to make sure that I can benefit others. So, uh, dig a lot into the environmental issues, environmental protection, and it took me all the way to the bigger um, horizon, which is a sustainable development and sustainable development. Part of that is the environment. And, started doing a lot of um, conference participations uh, and then I kept thinking of how can I expand it more and a faster pace and a bigger horizon. So I ended up again to cut the story short and to minimize the processes, uh, ended up having an institute which is the Sustainable Development Institute and in this institute um, we do a lot of environmental and sustainable development, uh, uh, knowledge transfer, uh, courses, so workshops, programs, and so on. And um, believe it or not, uh, we've had a variety of very diverse participants. We have had uh, school students, we have had the private sector sending their employees, we have had government uh, employees from not just UAE or Dubai, even whole region uh, in this area from Middle East. And we have had university professors coming to our events. 
and our programs, our lectures. Um, so I'm, I'm happy, so happy so far. Still a long way to go, a very long way to go. Uh, is that summarizing? Do you, uh, you want yeah, to it's, I've got... Yeah. I have a million things I want to talk to you about oh, now, yeah. um, okay. as you say that. So, first of all, let's uh, let's make sure we're all on the same page about what you mean by development. Uh, are you talking about the building, the big buildings, and that type of development, like construction or development of a city, or all of these things? All of it. When we talk yeah. about sustainable development, um, it basically refers back to the United Nations sustainable development goals and there are 17 goals at united nation level that the member states member countries um they are not obliged to they are voluntarily uh, supposed to contribute and achieve the objectives of those goals now um there's a lot of environmental climate change the, the consumption how how we, we contribute and uh, to the consumption of the the food and the waste generation. Uh, there is a lot about the gender equality. There is a lot about the health, the education, uh, medical health services. Um, so it is uh, very diverse. And when we talk about the sustainable, to be sustainable is that to make sure that you improve something, but that should not destroy something else. If I want to give a very quick example, you want to start having um, uh, an institute, for example, yeah, <laughs> you want to teach uh, others, youth, uh, and give them some education. That is very good, but if it's very expensive, it's not sustainable. Right. Yeah. Right. So it should not go. Whatever you are doing to improve anything shouldn't go adversely, negatively affect something else. So all these seventeen goals of United Nations, they must all be improved at the same time in parallel. Okay. So the, one of the reasons I was asking is, so I started coming to Dubai and met you, like I said, in 2002, 2003, and I, I stopped coming to Dubai in 2014, which would have been probably one of the last times that I had seen you face to face. And in that time, Sheikh Zayed Road, well, we, got, we had Burj Khalifa was built and we had, I mean, just so many uh, buildings in the marina and I remember one time you took me out way out it seemed into the desert and they were clearing sand and there needed to be a, you were teaching me a process and there needed to be a permit to clear the sand and all of that but even with clearing the sand and taking it into the construction sites in the what seemed like the center of the city at that time uh, they were using that for construction and then basically clearing the land for where I think the Burj Khalifa ultimately ended up. And you were, it was so interesting to me that, you know, that there was such a, um, I don't know, such a process for just moving sand and all of that development. I mean, do you feel like you're like in the best place in the world to learn about sustainable development? Uh, I am in one of the best places in the world, for sure. Um, uh, I can say that with all the confidence, having traveled around so much, having done my uh, high school in U.S. back in Rouge, Louisiana, 
<laughs> and having done my uh, bachelor degrees in Tampa, Florida, and then I traveled a lot to other countries. Um, so yeah, it is Dubai, UAE is, it is in fact indeed one of the best places. And I think I'm just lucky to be in the generation that uh, not only observed the changes that UAE uh, went through, but I had the opportunity to be a very small part of that change as well from environmental perspective. Yeah. Um, so when we prepped, I we didn't talk about like American politics. And uh, you remember when I was coming there, uh, George Bush was the president and we none of us liked him. I didn't like him. You didn't like him. Uh, everybody, I mean, everyone couldn't believe that we had this idiot for a president. Sorry if you don't mind me saying that. And uh, now today, look what we have and how we wish for those days again. Um, are you following much of U.S. politics and in particular the racial uh, equality and the women's rights that are, are particularly important to us right now? And I don't even want to talk about us thinking COVID-19 is a, a hoax. Yeah. Um, I am uh, following uh, bits of different things, uh, not everything and fully. Uh, there are things that are to my uh, uh, interest which fit within my goals. Yeah. Uh, the gender equality is one of the major focuses of the sustainable development goals. Um, the, the diversity uh, the the uh, interracial or different ethnic groups, diversity of people, human equality is part of major part of the sustainable development goals. So these are the things that um, I'm very truly uh, put them under the magnifying glass. And yeah, I see how things are not happening right uh, in U.S. Um, and I can give you a good example of UAE actually. Is a huge focus on uh, the diversity, uh, specifically and the gender equality. Mm -hmm. We have a big portion of the um, uh, women right now at a very highly leadership uh, positions, ministers, and they all can, can cascade it down. So what's happening in US and following up, it's unfortunate that, as you said, what we thought, which is really bad, and now it has gone uh, to the, you know, a little bit worse than that. But, um, you know, uh, not everything at all the time goes the way uh, we expect to go, right? <laughs> that yeah. is true. That is true. So, you know, I was, I was telling you before the show that you might not know this, but, you know, throughout my life, I've had some really great mentors and I've had some people that have taught me some really good lessons. And you and I, we would uh, we would go to. I, I would come to Dubai, and you we would go out to dinner. Um, always an all-you-can-eat seafood that ah, probably no, cost no. right 120 dirhams for uh, all-you-can-eat seafood. I was I always get the. the <laughs> yeah. I I would do the 180 because it was uh, all you could drink alcohol with it too, and then you yeah. would drive me home, right? <laughs> um, so. But in those nights and in those, you taught me so many things. You know, I, I came to the Middle East shortly after 9-11 where there was an uproar in the middle, in the United States about, you know, so many 
um, discriminatory things against people in the Middle East. But, you know, you, you were a man who always loved his wife, who always loved his children, who worked hard to uh, make the world better, who cared about humanity, um, who told me such sad, sad stories um, that I don't really, I don't know if you'd ever want me to reference them or not. Um, but these, you know, I saw humanity in you, and I hope that you saw humanity in me, and it made me, you know, less, um, I, I credit, you know, I'm a big uh, supporter of diversity here in the States. I'm, I'm really fighting uh, police brutality against people of color. I'm really, I'm a Black Lives Matter um, advocate, and, um, you know, you brought me to this place in some way. You taught me that it didn't matter. We all love our children. We all, you know, we have the same goals and things happen to us and they might knock us off tilt. But did you know that you had such an influence on me when you were letting me drink all that gin? Um, I'm <laughs> I, I mean, uh, I know that I had to drive you back home every night. You had to <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> I couldn't trust the taxis. They would take me to Jumeirah and back. No, I'm actually, I'm, I'm really touched. I mean, uh, it's nice, you know. Uh, I hope that's true, but I didn't know that, no. Yeah. Oh, it's you know, definitely... I believe that you're doing the right things. Uh, uh, the right thing to do is the right thing that should be done. So, you know, yeah. But yeah. thanks for all those nice, you know, words well, that you know, yeah. And, and thank you for being that influence in my life. Um, the, uh, so the show's called Every Damn Day. And, you know, part of it is what do people do every day that pushes their needle forward, that, that makes sure that they're focused on their mission or makes sure that they're going to get to whatever objective they're trying to get to? What is, what is something you do every damn day? Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, every damn day. Um, I, first thing is I try to keep the smile in the face. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, and I keep reminding this and the people around me that this makes a lot of difference on getting you to your goals. Um, every damn day, what I what I've been doing for the past 20, 30 years is that I've been playing guitar. But what I've been recently been focusing to do every damn day, uh, I'm really focusing to how can I better formulate a program that I can contribute to developing environmental and sustainability leadership. I need to make sure that I help youth that they become an environmental and sustainability leaders. And this is something I really believe globally it's lacking. You don't hear much about having an environmental leader. You might hear an environmental manager. You might hear that somebody is a sustainability manager. But as a leader, this is what I'm really planning, working, formulating, writing, preparing. I do a lot of again training and lectures and every damn day i'm trying to fine-tune this 
and uh, hopefully, uh, uh, yeah, I'm planning to have a write a book about it. That, oh, awesome! <laughs> that. All right, so like everything else that you're saying, I told you we were not going to ever get done on time here. Um, I have so many questions. So first of all, um, I, I, you used to make a lot of music videos. Yeah. Have you made any lately? Um, yeah, yeah. I made one you have? for Corona. Oh, you did? Yeah. How am I missing these? It's, uh, it's on my Instagram. Oh, Instagram. I got to yeah. find that. See, short. I'm not a twenty thirty seconds. All it's right, I gotta come find it. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely gonna find it. I'm definitely gonna share your Instagram account too. Get yeah, you and, followers. And in, fact, in fact, nowadays, um, um, I'm doing a lot of live uh, recording and putting it up on Instagram, and my son has joined me. Uh, I was gonna say I've seen your son in yeah. your videos. Tommy, so. Tommy, he, he actually plays uh, a lot um, better. Than I do guitar. Uh, he plays piano as well and drums. Uh, yeah, so we here you can see the background. We jam yeah, here. I, can, I was wondering if you were even gonna show up with a guitar on your lap uh, today. Right I'm sure there's one within reach. <laughs> there's one right here. <laughs> it's whenever you wish, whenever you want to. Um, so Sammy must have been really small, like when I had when I would come to your house for a barbecue. He yeah. was a year and almost two years, a year and a half, two years yeah. ago. Yeah. Yeah. So. That was 2004. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> um, the, uh, you know, t I, uh, your passion, your smile, what you said about your smile. You always had a smile. The first day I met you, you were laughing the entire meeting. <laughs> and I'm not going <laughs> to tell everybody why, but it was at the expense of me and my colleague. <laughs> Um, but, uh, happiness, I am constantly trying to convince people around America that happiness is the key. It is the measure that we should, we shouldn't be measuring jobs and economic development and things like that as the only way we think we're successful. Are, are people smiling? Are they happy? Are they getting along? Are they, I mean, so many things things come out of happiness I, you guys I can talk have a bit about that you know i can yes, talk about please. happiness you know and these are the things actually we focus a lot in our um, in our institute and my behavior and in my discussions so every time the happiness issue comes up i like to talk about it um let me talk about the the wrong perception of happiness the wrong perception of perception of happiness is that um when you try to find uh, someone and you give them a, a piece of bread or a food, you know, the question is that when you do that, who is the happy person here? Is it you or is it the person who you are giving that a sandwich to? Okay? Yeah. Because most of the time we are doing this for ourselves. You know, most of the time I'm driving in a, a heat of the Dubai's 45 degrees temperature and I stop by at the red light and I see the guys cleaning up and I give a bottle of water to make myself happy. And this has to change because if the focus is to make myself happy, it's going to be very short term. And then I might be happy for the next six months, right? 
The next thing is that, uh, is that message clear here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The next thing about happiness is that there are a lot of different criteria, right? Uh, I may be eating a sandwich per day and I'm happy, and you may be eating whole buffet every day and you're not happy. Happiness is the safety, is the security, is the respect that you have in your society, is the respect and the value that you have at your work environment. That's very important because that, this, that respect is not there. You cannot give anything back to your work environment. It's the, 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 if, if you're living in a war zone, in a safe area, has effect, it affects your happiness uh, level. If you have a good or you don't have a good access to the healthcare, the education, if that's uh, affordable to you and to your family. So there is a variety of the necessities that uh, come into the matrix of the evaluation of the happiness. It, amazing. I didn't expect that uh, level of response. And thank you so much for, this is exactly what I was talking about. You know, sitting at those dinners, you were yeah. you always had something to to give to me. Um, and you just gave a good gift to my uh, audience there too. So the other thing though is I really, really, really expected you to play the guitar. And then Adi is out in the crowd. I think he's your friend from Dubai from what I could tell oh, from LinkedIn Adi. earlier. He's um, my uh, university advisor, is Professor Adi. Oh, well, he's telling you that yeah, you must play the, the guitar. Oh, okay. I'm glad. I don't see the um, name, but I'm glad he's here. Yeah. And then, uh, I just my uh, mentor. Maybe he's your mentor. So you've yeah. you've got to play a little song for him. But we'll get to that in a second. Okay. Let me know whenever you're ready. And then also, uh, Nima uh, Gorkin. Nima Gorkin. Um, is saying greetings from the United States. Yeah, he's in Virginia. He's not too far from you. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's yeah. not too far. Well, welcome, everybody. Um, so before we get to the guitar playing, though, yesterday I had a young man on the show who has the opportunity to ask the next guest the question, and you're the next guest. And what he would like to ask you is what, you know, from either from the, the uh, perspective of Dubai or your knowledge, from your perspective, what is the biggest issue environmental impact issue that you see and what are you what can we do about it what are you doing about it what can we do it's our behavior okay uh i'll give you an example normally i have the photos to show you but this is my question um see those guys the hunters that they go hunting mm. and then uh, they take the animal head as a trophy and then they hang uh, or they use it as a decoration. Yes. Okay, the question is that, is that a good thing to do or not? You know, I'll ask you and everyone else who's in the audience and everyone else who listen to us later on. Is that okay to hunt animals and put their head as a decoration in their, you know, wherever? To, to me, I would say no. No. Okay. So then my next question is that, is it okay to wear the leather jackets, leather clothes, leather shoes? Okay. And to me, again, I've tried to minimize, but yeah. Let me tell you what happens most of the time. When I ask the first question, everyone says, no, it's not fine. And when I ask the second question, half of the audience goes silent. Yeah. Behavior, human behavior. 
I am I'm not yet a vegetarian or vegan, but I can tell you that the the, uh, the, the meat uh, industry has a major contribution to the uh, climate change that we are facing because the frustration uh, and the, the, the Amazon it's yeah. uh, known as the, uh, the earth lung and is uh, that Brazil is supplying half of the earth uh, meat so our behavior is contributing to the uh, destruction if I may use the word of our mother earth yeah. And there's a lot that we need to work on our behavior. We've been talking so much about innovations, environmental innovations, technological innovations, artificial intelligence as a solution to our problems. We have been talking so little about the, the sources of our problems and whether how we can minimize and prevent it. So these are the things that um, I would like, and that's why I say I'm focusing on environmental and sustainability leadership. Yeah, I I, I love that answer, and uh, Ahmad Gouda does uh, as well. Uh, so that was a very good answer. But it made me laugh because I'm pretty sure you said that uh, Bashir and I had artificial intelligence. <laughs> 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 I got to get Bashir on the show. Um, so this kid's this kid will be really happy that you said that because he said his the number one thing he's working on is being a vegan. So uh, that's good news. So now today um, or tomorrow I have on the show uh, her name is Stacy Romero and she is a baker um, who lives in Lansing, Michigan here, but she is from the UK. She's from Liverpool, and so you have the opportunity to ask her a question oh okay that's easy Liverpool yeah. right okay. yeah okay but she lives in the USA right she lives in the US but she's okay. British you know so she's a soccer fan and understands world travel and really? all of that well I have the I have a question to ask but it's gonna be very very difficult for me to move my tongue because you guys uh, don't say football you say soccer and then soccer if you don't say it right it could, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you were full of these jokes all the time too. So I, if I want to ask, if I want to tell uh, Stacy, um, I would ask her uh, since she's from Liverpool. Uh, in Liverpool, they have Mo Salah, Mohammed Salah. Mo Salah is one of the uh, recently uh, exposed uh, soccer player, <laughs> <laughs> and he's Egyptian. I would like to know if Liverpool is her favorite uh, uh, soccer team, yeah, football team, and uh, what she thinks about having uh, Mo Salah, who is from Egypt, playing uh, in that team. Okay. So then I, uh, I've, I get to ask you this qu same question, so it kind of bounces back at you. Uh, but I'll, okay. I'll rephrase it, I guess, a little bit. Uh, who, who's your favorite football team? Who's your favorite player, and why? Okay. My favorite uh, football team is uh, Brazil and what happened is that years ago uh, when my kids were a little bit younger and we were watching football or soccer games I always tried to go to the team which is against their team I have two, two boys I have three boys but at that time Sami and Majid so to make the, the gathering entertaining 
they would choose one team and I would always, always choose the other team. So it was this uh, game that I think Germany and Brazil, they were playing and they were to the German team because of my brother, Mahmoud, you know, he influenced them. So I said, well, since you guys are German, I'm for the Brazil. And since that time, I had, I was forced to remain to be a, a fan of the Brazil <laughs> national team. But again, I like Pele, I like Zico, these are the old Brazilian uh, oh, yeah. soccer <laughs> players, yeah. Um, but my favorite um, football player is Ronaldo. He's a uh, Portuguese. Uh, Ronaldo is well known. What I like about him is that uh, he's a very good football player and he is he had contributes a lot to humanity, to the poverty. Uh, he is a family uh, oriented person and you know he does a lot of blood donations, no tattoos on his bodies, uh, small things. But he is very involved in giving back something to the society. So, uh, uh, as a human being, as an as an athlete, as an as a sportsman, um, he is my favorite football footballer. I love that answer. And again, it, it goes to your character. You know, you're not saying he scored the most goals against you know. Tatum or whatever. I don't even know how to pronounce those teams sometimes. Um, it's a great answer. So are you, you've got fans, right? You've got music fans out there. Uh, uh, you going to play a little? I don't know. Sure. You got a song? You got a song that's appropriate? And I promise I would not be upset if you said no. We did not discuss this, but well, I know you a little. Uh, I'm, I'm not a musician. I can play. Not that I'm good, not that I'm bad. <laughs> okay, do you want something in English or Arabic? Arabic. Arabic. Arabic? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can get English all day. Okay. <laughs> I will clap for everybody watching on YouTube right now. So now I, I get to check the box that uh, I think you're the first musician that I've had on. I'm going to have a lot of musicians on, but you're the first, and you're the, definitely the first to play live. So thank you very much. You want to tell us anything, what you were singing to us? Um, uh, this is, uh, it's very um, an old uh, song. We used to play this song. It's not our song, but when I was in a band uh, years ago, uh, I was in a band from 1989 to 1992 in Dubai. So this was one of the songs that we were playing you know, those days, and I still like it, still, it suits me. 
It's a very romantic song asking uh, uh, the, uh, his lover that, you know, come to me, you know, uh, I'm for you, there's a lot that I'm in pain if you're not with me. Uh, so my soul is disturbed without you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a typical 80s song. Uh, yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Well, um, I'll tell you what, my friend. This has been the best. Uh, I miss you. I, I uh, appreciate you dearly. I love you dearly. You did a lot for me. Um, and you've made me a better person from me knowing you. And I hope my crowd... Uh, uh, sees that as well so thanks for coming all this way to be on this uh, every sure. damn day I mean, uh, I'm glad to be here part of your show and um, hopefully maybe I'll have a chance to come you know see you and then uh, go back to Florida together a little bit uh, you know yeah. bring the boys back from the uh, Tampa yeah <laughs> yeah I would love it so stick around with me while I tell everyone goodbye um, thanks for coming to another episode of Every Damn Day. It airs every damn day at 2 p.m. Coming up on Sunday the 4th, we have another episode of 99 Problems, but a pitch ain't one. Rashid, you should come do that. That's a fun uh, uh, little pitch comp competition. We'll talk. Um, but thanks again. And out from Lansing, Michigan, out from Dubai, I will see you all tomorrow.